This is your host, Nick Riley, and you're listening to the One Day Advice Podcast. Together, we're going to take a ride inside the world of personal finance. I'm going to give you a fully transparent, behind-the-scenes look into the financial services industry, helping you to optimize your financial life along the way. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss how crypto is taxed, what to do about it, and how you might be able to reduce your tax liability. But before I get started, I want to be clear, I am not a tax advisor. I'm not an enrolled agent or a CPA and do not file taxes on behalf of my clients. I do, however, help around matters of tax prep and planning. And as a certified financial planner who looks at everyone's financial situation holistically, uh, taxes does play a large part in what I help optimize for. Where a traditional CPA might ask for everything in retrospect for the previous year, I typically take a more proactive approach around taxes with my clients. That way we can mitigate taxes and develop an efficient tax strategy before it's too late and irreversible. And to be clear too, uh, not all CPAs look retrospectively. They also can provide proactive advice. It's just traditionally uh, the proactive advice has been in the hands of a certified financial planner. So let's talk crypto and taxes. I know they're both very opposite things. One is very exciting and one is very boring. So I'll do my best here. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but yes, cryptocurrencies are taxed. While the government doesn't necessarily have an established plan yet, President Biden's recent executive order will open the door to further due diligence into digital assets. For the crypto enthusiasts out there, this is a good thing. Regulation validates the market and provides more safety and security for institutional investors and business treasuries to invest more into crypto, and thus increasing the total market cap of crypto overall. But I could spend a separate episode talking about regulation, so let's get back to talking about taxes. While I mentioned the government doesn't have an established plan, they do already have methods in place to tax crypto and collect tax for it. If you aren't reporting your crypto gains, they will very likely be able to track those down and collect taxes owed in retrospect. Now remember, the blockchain technology, the whole technology behind crypto brings transparency. So all one needs to do is is have a public digital wallet address uh, and the government can track down all of your transactions. So your transactions and your trades that you make around crypto are on the blockchain and fully transparent to anyone who is looking for them. Of course, they have to match you to your public address, but they will be able to find that eventually. Now, let's get into how taxes are treated with regards to crypto. Capital gains for crypto are treated the same as other investments. So the same strategy of buying and holding past one year for receiving preferential long-term capital gains treatment is a wise and prudent thing to do. Uh, Keep in mind that if you hold a position for less than one year, just like in traditional investments, uh, you will be subject to short-term capital gains, uh, which are at the rate of your marginal tax bracket. You may also offset capital gains with capital losses, just like in the traditional investment space. So if you feel like you got in at a bad time in crypto and you are actually down, uh, you can use those losses to offset some of your other gains in your portfolio. 
And remember to consider realizing gains during low income years. So if you expect any fluctuation in compensation, maybe you're going on sabbatical or uh, maternal or paternal leave, or you're looking to change jobs to have more flexibility in life and expect that lower income, then that would be a good year to realize some of the gains that you have on both crypto and traditional investments. So let's get into what is taxable and not taxable. So there are, uh, you know, here are some of the most common taxable events in crypto at this time. So selling, swapping, uh, swapping or exchanging crypto to fiat currency and vice versa is going to be a taxable event. Earning crypto as income, and that includes mining, staking, hard forks, and airdrops, uh, those are included as income as well and taxable events. Uh, spending in crypto to purchase goods or services is also a taxable event. So if you pay for a product using crypto, uh, that is, uh, and you made a gain on that underlying crypto, that would be a taxable event. And I, I do believe uh, as of this recording, the day of, there was something that came out that the government won't uh, tax purchases for less than $600. Uh, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of changes around this space as, as there isn't anything formalized uh, necessarily around this. And exchanging one cryptocurrency for another cryptocurrency is also a taxable event. So if you're changing from Ethereum to Bitcoin or to uh, Dogecoin, uh, those are all going to be taxable events, just like you're, if you were to sell Apple stock and trading that for Amazon stock. Most events around crypto, most transactions are going to be taxable events. And now there are a few exceptions. So when you use your fiat currency, like the US dollar, uh, to buy crypto, uh, that is not a taxable event. So you're getting into the cryptocurrency market, as long as you buy and hold the currency that you purchase, there will be no taxes due. Another non-taxable event is transferring cryptocurrency from one wallet you own to another wallet you own. So similar to, to moving money from one bank to another or one investment account to another, uh, you wouldn't be taxed on that. So you're still holding the underlying positions. And because you didn't sell or trade it for another position, uh, you aren't realizing any gains or losses on that. And you know, thirdly, donating crypto to a tax exempt organization. Uh, so based on charitable donation rules, that would not be a taxable event. And then lastly, gifting cryptocurrency to anyone. And now assuming it falls under the existing gift tax rules, uh, that would not be a taxable event either. So now that it's kind of clear what is taxable and what is not, uh, let's get into some of the tax forms that are required uh, to be able to track your gains and losses within crypto. So the form 1040 is the U.S. individual income tax return. That's what everyone files. Uh, and it, it does ask whether at any time during the year the taxpayer received, sold, sent, exchanged, or otherwise acquired any financial interest in any virtual currency. That is 
referring to digital assets like cryptocurrency or NFTs. So there are two main tax forms that are used to track crypto taxes. Uh, one being the Form 1099, which is very familiar for people that have investment accounts uh, or even uh, high yielding savings accounts might trigger a 1099 as well. Uh, any bank or custodian will oftentimes give you that 1099 to then report and file your 1040. The other form is the 8949. And that form uh, essentially allows you to track the individual transactions uh, that you made throughout the year in both whether you're selling a, a traditional investment or you're selling crypto uh, or selling art. It's any sort of asset that you might be selling. So both the 1099 and the 8949 are both the, the tax forms that you'll need to prepare in order to fill out the respective portion of your 1040. Now, custodians like Robinhood, I find you know, a lot of my clients, a lot of people I've talked to, their first, first uh, exposure to crypto was maybe using Robinhood because it's so easy and they gamify it. And you know, keep in mind with Robinhood, you, you don't actually have to maintain a digital wallet. They are maintaining that on your behalf. Uh, so because of that, you can't transfer anything inside your Robinhood account like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, and Ethereum into an outside digital wallet. Uh, so Robinhood is keeping that internally and they keep a separate 1099 from your traditional investment side. So when it comes to, I think it's end of January, they typically will have the tax forms ready for the previous year. They will include a 1099 for your traditional investments as well as a 1099 for your crypto investments. And other custodians like Coinbase, uh, Gemini, they may give and provide a 1099, but I would say a majority of the custodians, the wallets out there and the exchanges, the best way that you can aggregate all of your transactions is uh, by producing a form 8949. So, uh, once again, both of those forms are used to input the data, the necessary data for gains and losses into your individual tax form, which is the form 1040. So with that being said, you know, how do you file uh, or produce a form 8949? So luckily, there's some great software out there, one being Coinly, another being Zenledger, and there's a few others out there. And I can include links in the show notes for you as well. Uh, but these software, so they they allow you to uh, sync up. You know, you if you have a wallet, you provide a public address, and they're able to pull all the transactions that are attached to that wallet. Uh, you want to include all of your wallets, all of the exchanges that you're on, uh, all of the custodians that you use, and sync those up with the tax software. And there are still some smaller chains and ecosystems within the crypto space that the software does not sync with, uh, but you can still access those transactions and likely import them as a uh, CSV or an Excel file. And websites like stake.tax uh, allow you to aggregate your transactions into a CSV file. So that is a website that does connect to some of the smaller chains 
that might not connect directly into the tax software. So I know we've talked a lot about the actual taxes behind it. I think the most important thing of this episode is how to save on crypto taxes. So knowing very well that that the government, if you forget to file uh, taxes on crypto, the government will be able to retrospectively go back and charge you plus interest perhaps, and very likely uh, for any gains that you've made in crypto. And as the technology does continue to have and gain further adoption, uh, that is going to be a higher priority for the U.S. government and governments across the world that are collecting taxes. So how do you save on crypto taxes? Well, the first and most obvious is just to simply buy and hold, just like in any stock. Uh, that will give you long-term capital gains tax treatment, and you will never pay tax on that until you sell. So you could hypothetically hold a Bitcoin until you die and never have to pay taxes on that. Uh, your estate would pay the taxes for that uh, that single Bitcoin. So while this is a simple and boring method, it's oftentimes the most efficient and rewarding for both your wallet and your sanity. The other thing you can do is track your trading fees as those trading fees allow you to increase your cost basis on positions, which in turn will reduce your capital gains. Once again, the software that I mentioned earlier can help you track this for you so you don't have to do that yourself. Uh, they will typically you know, add that to your cost basis on those individual positions. Where it might get difficult is when you transfer a lot of cryptocurrency between one wallet to another. Uh, that is a hard thing for a lot of these softwares to track. They're not perfect. They will evolve as the technology evolves, uh, but they are the best that we have uh, to date. Another thing is the wash sale rule, and there's there's a lot of talks about that ending in 2022. However, uh, that rule is still exempt for crypto, uh, for now that is, and I wouldn't guarantee that, that that will stay in place, and especially with the executive order last week, would anticipate this ending very soon, and they might retroactively uh, be able to move that to the end of 2021. So it might not even be relevant for this year. But just in case, uh, if you do have some losses that you would like to harvest, uh, you would be able to take advantage of this. So if you got into Bitcoin at the all-time high and now it's sitting around 40,000, you would be able to take that loss and then buy back into Bitcoin and reset your cost basis. And then you could just buy and hold that and not pay tax moving forward on it, assuming the wash sale rule continues to be exempt for crypto. And just to give you some context, the wash sale rule basically states that if you sell a security for a loss, you can't buy back that same security uh, within 30 days. And uh, that is enforced in the traditional investment side, uh, but not necessarily enforced yet on the cryptocurrency side. The last way that I'll mention that you can save uh, on crypto taxes is through trading crypto inside an IRA or a self-directed retirement account. Now, there are a lot of different ways to go about doing this, but one such way is through Alto IRA. Alto IRA, I believe, is one of the easier ways to 
open up a IRA and be able to trade crypto inside of that. And the huge benefit of being able to trade crypto inside a retirement account is that your your investments and gains will continue to grow tax free. Well, tax free if you're if it's set up as a Roth, uh, tax deferred if it's set up as a traditional IRA or solo 401k. So as I mentioned, there are a lot of different strategies that we could implement uh, within this, this portion alone. Uh, and it is very dependent on your personal situation, uh, whether you have a W-2 and are currently employed versus whether you are self-employed on uh, 1099 or a contractor. These are things that we address our clients with all the time. And we have a lot of uh, strategies around how you can save around crypto employing this. So in summary, uh, if you're feeling overwhelmed from this episode, don't be. If taxes are preventing you from exploring the crypto markets, don't let it. Uh, the, the crypto markets come with a lot of risk, but also a whole lot of reward. And in my opinion, as this is not financial advice, remember, the rewards far outweigh the risk. And that is not financial advice. Uh, but be mindful if you're trading crypto outside of a custodian like Coinbase, Robinhood, Gemini, Crypto.com, Binance, or others, mistakes can be irreversible and come at a great cost. So when you are trading crypto inside uh, and using your uh, hardware wallet, your soft wallet, your browser wallet, uh, you name it, it is going to come with an irreversible uh, consequence if you make a mistake, send it to the wrong address. Uh, one common mistake is sending from one chain to another uh, that is not compatible. So sending uh, ETH to like you know, Ethereum outside of its main network, uh, that can be lost and gone forever. And it's not irreversible. Uh, same thing if you're bridging from one chain to another also uh, has the potential to lose all of your funds. So I, I've made mistakes in, in my trades uh, and, and just navigating this whole ecosystem. And so I know what to look for. And I see it as my job to understand the space and break down how this can benefit my clients and listeners. I encourage you to reach out to us at onedayadvice.com if you have any questions regarding uh, crypto or digital assets in general. Uh, we are ultimately here to help you build, manage, and preserve your wealth through this digital age. That way you can live today with clarity, purpose, and peace of mind. I'll catch you on the next episode. Hi, I'm Nick Riley, the founder of One Day Advice. If you like what you've heard, we'd greatly appreciate your help in spreading the word. After all, we are financial educators, not marketers. Thanks for listening and remember to leave us a review. Nick Riley is the founder of One Day Advice, an independent fiduciary and fee-only registered investment advisor. Nick serves as a wealth advisor and educator to his clients. All opinions expressed by Nick and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of One Day Advice. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment or financial decisions.